0: Another one is BPC one fifty seven is a phenomenal is a phenomenal peptide. You know, for gut health. You know, people yeah. that have been on you know semaglutide or just in general with our nutrition. You know, a lot of people have gut health issues, and if they have gut health issues, that typically causes systemic inflammation. That's going to present itself somewhere else in the body.
1: Yep, yep, one hundred percent. And so BPC that's been around in my world for probably I don't know th- two three years, and I have seen. BPC-157 work like crazy in severe colitis, like patients that they're they're poor tummies and they've just got all kinds of things going on and they feel so, so much better. I mean, they've tried all the drugs and they've gone to all kinds of GI specialists and they've tried everything to stop their ongoing diarrhea or constipation or what have you. And all they have to do is take their BPC-157 or maybe give it two months max, and it's working. This is Get Personal with Dr. Chris. Real-life stories and informative conversations helping you take control of your health and feel like yourself again. By now, nearly everyone's heard of semaglutide, a peptide treatment for weight loss. But semaglutide is just one peptide among many, and they can provide a huge range of benefits from building muscle to improving immune function. Recently, I've been using many of them with my patients to address lots of issues, and there's probably a peptide out there that could help you. In this episode, I'm joined by Ryan Bell, an expert on peptides with Avexius Health Solutions for a basic overview of the wide world of peptides. We go over what they are on a basic level and how they work in the body. And we also discuss some of Ryan's favorites, including those for improving sleep, increasing libido and sexual function, reducing anxiety and ADHD symptoms, boosting immune function, improving skin health, and perhaps even one for increasing your tan. Hi everyone. It's Dr. Chris Wallace and Get Personal with Dr. Chris. Today I have Ryan Bell with me. We are going to talk about peptides. Peptides have been around a long time. They are Good for many reasons, and I think the one reason I like them the best is they're they are quite natural, they are really parts of proteins, very similar to the chemicals we're making in our body, and that way we can use them to create better health, to help heal, and a myriad of things. So, Ryan is here today with us because he's a bit of an expert in the field. He is helping our practice and me learn more about peptides and we are also full disclosure using his company to help provide some of those peptides for our patients but I asked him to send me a little bio and the cutest thing ever is he starts out that says Ryan is a dad of two daughters, husband and veteran with a passion for health and wellness. So uh, he's a winner in my world right now so <laughs> whatever else I say is just icing on the cake. You. Um, his bachelor's degree in kinesiology and 12 years in exercise, nutrition, and motivational interviewing. He understands prevention is the key to health. Sing my song. A solid foundation of proper hormones, exercise, nutrition principles, and changing your inner game and mindset are what you need to succeed. So, Ryan is the district sales leader in Arizona for access health solutions, an integrative medical training, marketing, and consulting. So, thanks for being here, Ryan.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be on a be on your podcast and kind of help your you know patients and just people in the community learn more about kind of peptides and you know, what they can possibly you know do for the body.
1: People ask me or have been asking me more often exactly what is a peptide. And, of course, I have my usual answer, but you give us your answer.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, peptides are basically like a natural compound in the body. And, you know, one of the nice things about about the peptides is they have so much less side effects than a typical medication does. All it is is just a string of amino acids. You've heard of you know amino acids that are you know just building blocks of protein. So all peptides are is just a string of amino acids. So they're you know natural to the body and the body recognizes recognizes them. It's not like a foreign invader like you know a lot of your kind of typical medications might do. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: in fact, if you've ever. Um, Put a BCAA uh, powder in your drink. That stands for branched chain amino acid. Or a lot of protein powders will have added amino acids. So these are building blocks to help your body do something better, whatever that might be. In those cases, it's usually building muscle mass or energy, it, and those kinds of things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and what's, one of the nice things about peptides is there's a peptide for pretty much anything. So there's, you know, there are peptides for brain health, for anti-aging, for longevity for weight loss, for muscle building, for Mm -hmm. gut health. So there's pretty much, if if there's like a symptom you're feeling, a lot of times there's probably a peptide that might, you know, be beneficial for that particular thing and for preventative health as well.
1: So before you started learning about peptides and started working for Avexis and all that, what what led you to this point? What was your history like?
0: Yeah, so I'm, like, as she said, you know, I did personal training, um, had a gr- degree in exercise science and was in the military. And part of my time in that, you know, I was in charge of our, you know, wellness program for the military, for our um, Army unit. And that kind of got me thinking, like, Preventative wellness. And I got in, ended up getting into corporate wellness. Um, oh,
1: wait, we did not even talk about that.
0: So, yeah. So, <laughs> oh,
1: you know, that's my background.
0: So, yeah. So oh, I did corporate gosh. wellness for a number of years with, um, cool. with a big healthcare provider that's national across the United States. Obviously, my main focus has always been preventative health. And when I did personal training as well, too, that's what I would teach my, you know, my clients is like, hey, it's not about Fixing X, Y, Z on the back end of things is like, what caused that to begin with? Mm -hmm. And if where you can look into your nutrition, look in your exercise habits and look into your sleep, stress, how you're dealing with all those, that is typically what's causing the issues. And that's kind of what led me to this company. We moved here from Kansas to Phoenix just Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. And I'm like, if I'm going to transition my career, possibly now might be the time to do it. And this kind of happened to just literally as I was searching on Indeed, this, you know, fell in my lap and. Now, here we are, you know, a little over a year later and absolutely love it. It's within my wheelhouse of health and Mm -hmm. wellness and preventative health and getting to change, you know, patient, even more patients' health, you know, as we partner with more providers like Dr. Wallace and Desert Wellness. Mm
1: -hmm. I love your passion for prevention. Obviously, I had no, I, I guess I never really realized the corporate wellness side of things. I love that. And prevention is One of the six tenets of naturopathic medicine. Um, So obviously, as naturopaths, we believe that's super important. Now, what's nice about the peptides that we're going to talk about is that I believe they, they do help with prevention. But I also believe and know that they help in treatment. So, in our medicine, of course, it's find and treat the cause. What's causing it? Is it a, an immune system that's compromised? Is it um, a, a system that is not creating enough insulin? What, what What's causing you to be overweight or what's causing you to be chronically ill? And how can we kind of go root cause and then inside the body and help that heal up? And I think peptides are definitely a way that, that we can do that. So, let's get into it because... My goal for everybody listening today is to kind of get an intro into the peptides. There's a lot of them. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I guess for today, I want you all to learn maybe the top five peptides or the most commonly prescribed peptides for some of the things that are most commonly out there. So. How about we start at maybe, what's your most favorite peptide, personally Uh, and
0: professionally? So personally, my favorite is CJC1295 with ipamaryllin. Those are big words. One is uh, I actually take it myself and have for four months now. What that basically does is it helps improve your growth hormone and your IGF-1, which kind of help with increase your lean muscle mass, help increase your strength. They help reduce, you know, your recovery times helps improve your sleep, your REM sleep, you know, and it supports your lean muscle mass as well, too. So as you lose weight, as you get stronger, it helps you recover faster and helps you sleep better. So that's by far my favorite one um, personally, but also professionally as well, too. You know, uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, you guys have probably heard of semaglutide and tirzepatide. Those are the two yeah. like a lot of people don't even realize those are peptides. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the two biggest peptides right now. And so the losing the weight, they're finding that a lot of times, too, they might be losing muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're seeing, um, t- we're seeing that really increase with the inc- increases in semaglutide. We're seeing CJC being prescribed a lot more to, as a way to kind of help reduce that chances of the lean muscle mass. Um, and then also, too, helps with sagging skin as well, too, with that increase in growth hormone as well.
1: When you do um, most of the peptides, or this one in particular, um, how are people taking them?
0: Yeah, so um, a, a number of them are going to be injections.
1: Yeah, um, like is. Yeah,
0: semaglutide and it's an injection, just with a little insulin needle. So it's not you know like a big st- scary you know needle. It's just yeah. a little something sub- subcutaneous, just right under the skin, um, just in you know right next to the belly button or in the back of the arm or on the thigh. So super easy you don't even you don't even feel it it's
1: like a botox needle only not as spicy because it doesn't sting going in <laughs> yeah it doesn't
0: sting going in and like i said it's super easy with the cjc you're doing it five days on two days off um so you get you know you have your weekends off where you're not really having to worry about it so I've, I've really loved that one uh
1: how long do people like in that one in particular like how long do people usually stay on that
0: so typically with you'll do like a four month on and maybe like a two week off sometimes, mm-hmm. um, or sometimes you know we have a number of people and providers that you know do it for like eight months and then take a take a two week break and then go another it just kind of depends on you know goal specific that yeah. patient's lab work and kind of what they're experiencing if they're getting the benefits of it or not, um, as far as changing dosages and stuff like that
1: when um I know a lot of people ask me, it's like, if I start doing this, is this something I do like my entire life or how does how does it work? What do you what's your response?
0: Yeah. So um, it just depends on the particular peptide. This one in particular, uh, it's really goal dependent. Uh So you can you can really, you know, get to your goals and you don't necessarily have to be on it um, forever. Um, But as you get older, your growth hormones aren't going to be going back up.
1: (laughs) Dang it. I knew that was true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they literally have, you know, have no really, you know, bad side effects. So it's something, you know, can be taken long term Mm -hmm. as far, you know, so far what they've, you know, come out with. So,
1: yeah. I mean, I... um... Obviously, the peptides, like you mentioned, semiglutide, that peptide's goal is obviously losing body fat. Um, however, it happens via better production of insulin and, and better function of the liver and on and on. That is definitely one that has a finite amount of time. So some of these peptides are utilized in a certain amount of time and others will be utilized just, just ongoing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially with semaglutide, you know, a lot of times that, you know, should be a goal dependent as well. You know, they get the weight loss and then along that way, they've learned to transition their nutrition habits, their exercise habits. So when they get off the semaglutide, they have now changed their nutrition to where they are eating better. They're eating Mm -hmm. more protein. They're eating less processed foods, their strength training. So when they get off of it, they don't they don't have that ravenous you know, hunger comes back and then they just put all the weight back on again because that entire time they've been on a program and not just taking a peptide for the sake of taking the peptide.
1: Yeah, I think that's such a big deal. I mean, we semaglutide has been part of our practice now for over a year. Oh, Yeah, just over a year now. And, you know, we put it into a program probably nine months ago. And I've had patients... A lot of patients finish basically with their semaglutide and they're still doing great. i mean, like really great. And I'm so happy because I mean, I've been in weight loss. I mean, I've been in weight loss for... Longer than probably been alive, <laughs> so I mean it's so hard to help people actually change their lifestyle and to be able to continue to live a healthy lifestyle. And I think that one does it. But I think that the CJC and the epimoraline combination is such a great thing if they're not doing it with the semaglutide to do it after.
0: Yeah, you know, a- absolutely, um, that's a great one to do it after. You know, during, during and after as well too. Um, another one is BPC one fifty seven is a phenomenal is a phenomenal peptide, you know, for gut health, you know, people yeah. that have been on, you know, semaglutide or just in general with our nutrition, you know, that we know that you are not getting the same nutrients we got, you know, 30 years ago in our, in our diets. And so a lot of people have gut health issues. And if they have gut health issues, that typically causes systemic inflammation that's going to present itself somewhere else in the body.
1: Yep. Yep. 100%. And so BBC, that's been around in my world for probably, I don't know, three, two, three years we've we've used that. And I think that was the affinity for that one has been gut health. I Mm -hmm. mean that's kind of like the mainstay of our practice. Even when you talk about hormones, if you're somebody that still has natural hormones on board, but your gut's out of whack, now your hormones are going to be out of whack. So, you know, that's kind of like our first thing that we go in and fix. And I have seen BPC 157 work like crazy and severe colitis, like patients that they're they're poor tummies and they've just got all kinds of things going on and they feel so, so much better. I mean, they've tried all the drugs and they've gone to all kinds of GI specialists and they've tried everything to stop their ongoing diarrhea or constipation or what have you. And all they have to do is take their BPC-157 or maybe give it Two months max, and it's working.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, IBS, gastrointestinal yeah. issues. Um, and one of the things they're, they're finding semi more recently is it's, you know, very big benefits on uh, wound healing. Yes. Around joint issues, around muscular issues, tendon issues, and actually seeing, you know, good recovery before surgery where they recover faster after mm-hmm. they've gotten the surgery. And then post-surgery, utilizing it to help them recover faster as well, too.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a it's just a big tissue healer in general. So coming up with when you have any of those injuries, that's going to be a really really good one. So tell us about maybe one of the juicier peptides. You know what I mean?
0: All right. Well, so <laughs> of course everyone wants better sex, you know. So two that's of the, what I was looking for. Two of the uh, two of the really good ones for that are going to be PT one forty one and Kisspeptin. Um, Funny name, by both, the way. Both help with you know women's women's libido and men. So a lot of times, most you know sexual health stuff is always seems to be always geared to the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is actually very very beneficial for the women as well too. So they finally get they finally get some equal playing ground in, in, the med- in the medicine world.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's about time we're all about the girls. Um, so what are the difference between those two, and are there enough differences? And you, what do you think? Honestly,
0: people just respond a little bit differently yeah. to to each one. Um, some respond a little bit better to the PT one hundred and forty one. Some to the kisspeptin. Uh, the kisspeptins can be really good for ED and the libido in the men. Um, for women, it's you know really helps with you know blood flow um, to the clitoris and mm-hmm. the vagina and you know in an arousal and desire. Um, kisspeptin. Can also is, you know, can really play a good role and, you know, normal control of ovulation for the women as well, too, yeah. in addition to just being, you know, for sexual libido.
1: Yeah, kisspeptin we've found, has been a little bit better if we're trying to regulate a cycle or we need to do something about the actual hormones that are on board. But I'd say PT-141 has been a pretty popular one in our In our practice, for both men and women, I mean, the dosing is a little different. So girls don't use the guys and guys don't use the girls, but not not that far off. And it's not like it's an everyday application either, an everyday injection, right? The PT-141. And I think the reason we've used it, we do a lot of hormone balancing. And, and when there's an adequate amount of testosterone on board in both men and women and estrogen to, the, to a point, you know, it may not be necessary. But there's just those cases where you can't get, you know, you just can't get all the way to where you need to be. And that's exactly where PT141 comes in, I think. And I think it's a great one, too. We, we do use that a lot more than people think. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that one's, that one's really good. And um, another couple of really good ones um, for, you know, building muscle is going to be oh, yeah. um Cermaryllin are two other good ones that, you know, kind of also help with decreasing fat mass, um, increasing that growth hormone as well, too. Um, not just for guys. Kind of like, you know, typical thought is, you know, testosterone only for guys and women don't need testosterone. And, of course, Dr. Wallace, and, you know, <laughs> most, most, most I anybody. most was making
1: some faces. Yeah, she, she was making
0: faces at me. but. In general, you know, people kind of assume that you know, with mm-hmm. testosterone and like, oh, muscle building and you know, libido. That testosterone's a, a guy's hormone. Well, mm-hmm. kind of the same thing with these. Like, they figure, oh, it's a muscle building peptide. Oh, that's probably only for the guys absolutely not you know this is per- these are both perfect you know peptides to help women improve their lean muscle mass and also too, and you know improve bone density you yeah. know it's hyper important for women as they age to have as much bone density as they as they can maintain and to potentially you know reverse the chances of osteoporosis and osteoarthritis
1: well and keep in mind when you have A higher muscle mass, you will have a higher metabolism. So if you're kind of working in a way where you've lost weight, maybe you've, you've done other weight loss programs, or even some, um, some agglutide, whatever, um, you need to bring that muscle back, muscle mass back on board, because A, it looks better. And B, you're going to have a higher metabolism. And as you're aging, you've got to do something to got to put something underneath that skin. Otherwise, it's just not going to look good. So (laughs) muscle is a good thing. What
0: is your other favorite after that? Um, I'd say probably one of my one of my next favorites are going to be actually for brain health. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, with Alzheimer's going rates going up and up and up and up, once again, kind of partially related back to diet, mm-hmm. ADHD and PTSD and all, a lot of these brain yeah. health issues, um, just from all the different stresses in the world going on, uh, there's some really great different uh, peptides that can help with that. There's C-Max, c Link. And Dihexa are some of like probably the most well-known and most widely prescribed and used ones. Um, c is really, really good for reducing anxiety. It can also help improve like your immune function, um, ADHD, and it's also a very good antidepressant uh, and anti-stress drug without the side effects of your typical like SSRI. So if you have yeah. to be on one of those, c can be a phenomenal potential alternative um, to help you out with that.
1: And the interesting thing about this one too that I think people like is it's a nasal spray.
0: Exactly. You're, yeah. you're, you, if, if you're doing other peptides or other injection stuff, you don't have to worry about the injection fatigue with with these because they're both nasal sprays and, and dihex is actually a cream. So all yeah. of these are all of these are you know much e- easier to take, and you mm-hmm. don't have to worry about carrying syringes stuff like that. And it's uh, you feel it like immediately as well too.
1: Yeah. Well, anytime you're something's going in those nasal passages, typically you're going to it's a good it's a good delivery method for anything that's brain oriented as well. So I like I like that. That's a good one. And I'm not going to lie. I have not used that very much. So I'm kind of looking forward to trying that. I mean, everybody I mean, everybody has anxiety. Literally, everybody. <laughs>
0: And uh, DHEA is great for long term, you know, memory. Um, really can help support, you know, treatment for dementia um, and Alzheimer's, uh, kind of as a preventative method, and also a way to like mm-hmm. to progress the stop the progression of it. So, say you know one of your loved ones, or maybe even yourself, already are in the very beginning stages of it. It can be a f- phenomenal way to help re- prevent that, or you know, to help reduce the chances of it progressing even further.
1: Wow, I like that. I didn't know that. I guess I didn't pay attention in that piece. <laughs> so I like that. That's a good thing. Um, what about um, immune support? Because like autoimmune. We have a lot of autoimmune patients, um, what whether uh, millions of autoimmune disorders out there and or long-term like long COVID or Epstein Barr virus, chronic illness. What are what's your favorite for that?
0: So that one's gonna be thymulin. So thymulin is Really, really good on improving cellular function, um, anti-inflammatory response. I'm sure during COVID, you all heard about the cytokines and the cytokine yeah. storm and everything like that. It was in, you know, kind of in the news everywhere. So we we found, a, and the a providers have seen a lot of really great response for people that are on long haul COVID. Um, utilizing thymulin and really helping out with that autoimmune response to that and, you know, improving your T cell function as well, too. Kind of another big key term that was in the news a lot is, mm-hmm. you know, T cells, yeah. T cell, T cell. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was everywhere. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Once you get into that Chronic phase, and everybody talks about the mitochondria. They are, they all talk about energy, um, but nobody really talks about how to su- actually support that immune system and how. To, and the thymulin it's well named after probably the, the thymus, mm-hmm. and the thymus gland is very very um, important for your immune system in general. So I think that's a really good a, a really good peptide that's probably underutilized, but won't be in our
0: practice. Yeah. And uh, one other one that's kind of really good for like immunity is KPV. So, oh, yeah. so KPV is actually really good for kind of the same thing, leaky gut and auto, you know, if you have a leaky gut, a lot of times that's caused a lot of the autoimmune issues yep. in, in people is having the leaky gut and not having that, you know, proper gut health. So it also kind of helps with um, IBS, ulcerative colitis and autoimmune issues as well too.
1: And then there's one more that I want to bring up because of course it's kind of near and dear to my heart when you talk about you know skin and skin laxity wrinkles you know kind of in more that natural aesthetics world
0: yeah so i'm guessing you're referring to ghkcu yes
1: i ordered some by the way
0: so yeah so that one's really great as an injection um to help improve wound healing and you know improve the stimulating the collagen and promoting you know Blood vessel growth, um, but it's also once again kind of if you are you ha- do have that injection fatigue. There's topical as well too yes. that can help with hair growth and laxity and you know wrinkle reducing those deep wrinkles. So a phenomenal product, and it's starting to become in a lot of different skin uh, regimens as yeah. well too. They. Um, The only thing with sometimes with that, if it's not the actual peptide itself, is it might just have a very micro amount in there, and it's not going to get the full benefit of the actual full peptide itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to see it in the foam. I mean, hair, oh, hair! working with women, especially <laughs> perimenopausal and menopausal women, hair is a problem. I mean, no matter what we do, it seems to thin and, and it seems to shed. So this would be great in terms of the foam and things we can do. And then obviously, topically, I like those applications too. Yeah,
0: seems to be it's super easy to apply. Um, that's one you can use, you know, as much as you want, you know, like da- daily if you want. And there's no like really side effects as far as utilizing daily, something like that. So it's super nice, especially the topical foam for that one.
1: So um, the the last thing, I know we talked about semaglutide. There's another one, tiraceptide. Tiraceptide. Did yep. I say that right? Tiraceptide. Um, that's similar. It's kind of like its sister. It's kind of like its nice sister. They both are GLP one agonists, but but I but one is a little bit different. So, how about tell us the differences and don't get too spun up about the tirzepatide because it's more expensive. But how about you tell us the difference yeah. so our, so people know?
0: Yeah. Uh, so the tirzepatide also, you know, like she says, the GLP one, but it also the GAP, which just basically kind of helps improve your metabolism a little bit better than the semaglutide does. You don't get near the amount of nausea or vomiting that you can potentially experience with the semaglutide, which is really nice. <laughs> um, but a
1: lot of people don't have those side effects. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, we those, can take those care are, of it. Those but are definitely, few do. And,
0: Few and far between. Um, <laughs> Um, but the trizepatide really helps you feel full for a long time um, as well, too. So that's one of the really nice things. And a lot of people that may not experience the weight loss that they want on semaglutide, yeah, you move them to terzepatite and it's like boom, like yeah. all of a sudden those last ten pounds just just fall off. Uh, and yeah. we've had a lot of a lot of providers that have you know had their patients get close to their goals, and then they put them on trizepatide for one month, and all of a sudden that
1: last eight pounds just drops. Great, you say pounds drop and everybody's calling, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> now it's true and it's nice. What I like is that there's there's options. It's obvious that not everything is the same, even in the peptide world. There's going to be differences, and even in the pharmaceutical world, when you look at their counterparts, the pharmaceutical brands of Ozempic and Wagobi, this, you know, Monjero, those are we're talking about slight differences and for some people it makes a big difference, you know? So it's good to have those options. Any others that you didn't mention that you're like, Oh no, no, wait, wait, wait. I just want to say that one more thing.
0: Um, I mean, I, I think the there's one more. Uh, melanotan. is. is, <laughs> yeah. is, is a, I knew you were
1: going to say that
0: one. <laughs> is, so that that's another kind of one that we're seeing a big increase. Because basically, what it helps you do is it helps you support protection against UV rays, but it actually like t- helps tan your skin. Yes. Um, so it helps helps you get tanner. It's also good for improving your sexual desire, appetite, control as well too, and it's actually good for cardiovascular health as well. So it's another one of those kind of like. All-in-one kind of, if you will, helps improve sex, helps you get tan, and helps you with your metabolism as well, too. So that's another another one I'm seeing, like, really rise up with the sexual health programs and uh, with, you know, trying to maintain lean muscle mass as well, too, and, like, appetite control. And obviously, people don't mind being tan either, (laughs) especially in Arizona, if it helps, you know, with the UV rays and you don't have to get out in the sun and, and, you know, increase your chances of, you know, skin cancer as much as... A healthy dose of vitamin D,
1: yeah,
0: that um, can be a great potential alternative.
1: Don't 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 overdo it, man. Don't overdo yeah. them. The, people will know right away you're taking too much of it. Though,
0: exactly, so. you, too don't. much of this, and you'll be the lady from Something About Mary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is never a good look. Um, but it is it is also a really cool peptide. So so that's what I was saying. There's a lot of them, um, and we only kind of talked about some of the more common peptides. Um, There are others that are a little bit more specific. There's one more common for SIBO, one common, I mean, even more, more so than BPC, but there's others out there. And, you know, whoever you see for your healthcare would hopefully will be, you know, well-versed in these and know which might be best for you. Um, Anything you would say, Ryan, that's like a warning or a negative or or anything about the peptide therapies.
0: Yeah, so um, a couple things. One is going to be the biggest thing is do not please go search online no. for right. these because there are places you can buy them online and they're going to be a little bit cheaper, but they're going to say for human use. They're not made in a sterile compounding Pharmacy. Um, So that's one of the biggest ones. And then also too, you know, finding finding uh, a provider and, you know, a clinic that actually has gone through advanced training. Like Dr. Wallace and and their team, you know, have gone through advanced peptide training Mm -hmm. to not only just like write you the prescription for the peptide, but actually like help you on your journey to health on how to utilize the peptide. Um, so it makes it more into like a, of a program versus just like, here's your peptide. I'll see you again. And you don't really know how to use it. You don't really know why you're using it. Um, so, you know, finding a practitioner in a clinic that's, you know, has gone to advanced training. They're utilizing an, a highly specialized pharmacy, you know, that does this. Um, I think those are the two biggest things that I really see. And I really, I ask that if you are going to do peptide therapy, you kind of put in the back of your head
1: yeah, do not Google it and order it on. do not do that. I had a I just had a patient last week. I cause, because peptides, they're not inexpensive. They're not. They're, they're a prescription. They're alternative, quote, alternative medicine, right? Which yeah. they're healthy and good for you. That's why they cost a lot. But I did prescribe uh, BPC-157. And then um, patient goes out and and I get this text from her a couple days later and said, hey, I found it um, online and it was $60 cheaper. And can I order that first? Thank you to her because she asked me. So good job, patient. Good patient. Um, and I said, no. you know how about we cut your dose or if you really are not having you 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 cannot afford that amount then we will figure out a way to make it so you can Uh, but do not skimp on quality this is a prescription this is a prescription so i hope that you all got a nice little overview of peptides. And thank you, Ryan. You did such a great job. Thank you, thank you well, for being thank here. Thank you for
0: having me. I <laughs> definitely appreciate it.
1: Well, and I hope to, and I was talking with Ryan about this before we got started today. I mean, if you are more interested in peptides, obviously you can um, get in touch with me and or you can get in touch with our practice. Uh, but We hope to do, I hope to do a couple of more episodes on some specifics, perhaps, like specifically what you might want to do for waiters, specifically what you might want to do um, for some of your chronic illnesses. But let me know if that's something you're interested in. And if so, we will do that. But for now, hopefully you enjoyed your overview of peptides. And I will uh, talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.